Live from Casa de Monte Cristo with Selena Marcus. It's smoking section. All right, we're here. We are here. We're here. Another episode of Smoking Section. Yeah, this is another one. Another one. <laughs> and another, as DJ, DJ Khaled would say. Uh, and another one. one. Here at Casa de Monte Cristo. Casa de Monte Cristo. I'm sorry for everyone who listens to my voice. I'm sorry that it's raspy. He just trying to talk sexy to y'all, man. That's all he's trying to do. <laughs> it's been one of those weekends. He's trying to bury white, y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying. You hear how I'm saying? I'm sounding normal. It's on this Monday. It's a bury white. He's trying to bury white, y'all. Don't, you know, don't the let him. Don't let them fool y'all. Oh, man. Today we are stepping away from the music industry. I love that we do this. Like, this is going to be at least one episode for every season that's going to be away from the music industry. Well, sometimes we got we to gotta say bye-bye to it. Sometimes we got to take a break. Because yep. that shake can get you, like, get you real jaded. Real depressed. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's here today. <laughs> Yeah, we go through struggles yeah. in life. So today we got a life coach. Yeah, and her name is Lauren Zettler. How are you? I'm good. You doing good? Yeah. She has very pretty eyes. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, mm. I'm not trying to hit on you and make you feel uncomfortable. Uh, it's but you, okay. you have very pretty eyes. Thank you. Hypnotizing. Hypnotizing. Yeah. She's gonna she's gonna coach me on my life today. <laughs> uh, hey, by the time she get done with us, we are gonna be some changed men. <laughs> the struggle is, has been real. She's going to turn things around for me. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been? How are you? We've only talked through digital. Part, I know. I know. Social media. <laughs> I know. I've been good. I've been great. Been great. Yeah. Life is good. So if you, so for everyone listening, we, um, we decided to have this interview because we had Robbie Goldsmith um, on our last season and he talked a lot about how he got a life coach and everyone needs a life coach. So what we do, we went and got his life coach. Because <laughs> we need help. Because we need help. Yeah. We went and got his life coach. Mm-hmm. Robbie seems to be doing great. So we got his life coach to help us do great, too. Right. Uh, no, I, here's the funny. Because she, she actually went, she posted his episode on I your did. story. And I really, I really want to say that's why Hobby has the highest streaming episode. <laughs> I really want to say that's why. Why can't this be Robbie, man? I mean, it could be Robbie, but still. Ro- I mean, Robbie has a big. Robbie has a big following. Has a big too. following too. But when when she shared it, and I'm like, and I got the thing, and I'm like, who is this sharing it? And then I saw him, she has eight for a life coach. She has eighteen thousand followers. But then I looked. She also hosts her own podcast, mm-hmm. mm. Balance Boss. Balance Boss. Yep. I'm about to look that up. Balance Boss. <laughs> okay. It's really good. Okay. It's really good. It's really good. I like it's that. Oprah, it's Oprah Winfrey level. Oh. <laughs> okay. That is such a compliment. <laughs> that is such a compliment. I'll take it. It's really good. Like I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um. Wow. I need some whiskey. Hold on. There's a life coach on a podcast drinking whiskey on a Monday. On a Monday. And it's not even 2 o'clock yet. And it's not yet. even 2 o'clock yet. <laughs> life is good. Life huh? is good. Life is real life good. Life is good. We're already doing Look, already turning your life around. <laughs> yeah, right. We're turning her life around. Turning her life around uh, right now. <laughs> I did just come from a workout. So, balance. Uh, you know? I didn't come from work. I'm going to a workout after this. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I need to lose this. 
Okay. It's, it's too much beer in there. It's okay, man. I cut it out, though. It's okay, man. I'm strictly alcohol now. <laughs> no beer. So you're not a na- you're not you're not a Nashville native. I'm not. No, you're, not you're originally. F- you're from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Been here for eight years. Eight years. So this is home. So you Nashville moved home. here. Why did you move to Nashville? Because I mean, it's not far away. Yeah. Louisville's what? Two hours? Three hours? It's about two and a half. Yeah. Door to door. Yeah. Um. So I originally moved to Nashville for music. There we go. So okay. see, we're gonna step right in. Look, we're gonna. This is how we all tied this <laughs> whole thing together, like a little bow. Now, my my question: What was it? Country? Was it? It was blues. Blues. Yeah, okay. I had a blues band. I so I actually graduated with a degree in vocal performance, and ja- and my emphasis was jazz studies. Wow. So I toured with a jazz band for a long time, and then had my own blues band, and landed a management deal here in Nashville. Which company? Me here. It was a it was an independent company. Okay. It was a private company, um, and yeah. So I had a blues band here, and we toured quite a bit, and put out a couple records. And is it on Spotify? Yeah. Oh, what's the name of it? I'm gonna it's go check there. this out. So I had my own solo album called Something to Say, and then this is the sad part. So when I actually when I broke the management deal, they took they took the album away yeah so it was called right track but i don't i honestly don't know if you can find it anywhere i think they pulled it because i had to i had to break the deal Mm. for life purposes that sucks yeah Mm. that's that's that industry that's that industry industry. yeah yeah keeping the masters well and and that was kind of the the, what catapulted me into the coaching space Mm -hmm. um i was so in love with the blues and my manager really wanted me to become a pop country singer. Like most managers do. Like most yeah. managers do. They wanted to mold me into the Nashville way. And I just, I didn't want it. I was loving my roots and singing the blues. And so I put a stop to it and it broke my you, contract. It wasn't who you were. Right. At my core. That's understandable. You got mm-hmm. to stay true to yourself. Yeah. Do not let them mold you into something that you are not. Exactly. I know some artists that allow that to happen. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking of the same one. Maybe. That's probably what it is. It probably <laughs> is. So really big artist right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can you whisper the name underneath your breath? <laughs> um, yeah. I will. Off record. Off record. <laughs> Rhymes with it's the opposite of a brush. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're gonna take that part out. No, I'm, I'm, le- I'm, le- I'm leaving that. I love that. You're gonna take the I take that part y'all out. Y'all heard him, y'all. The opposite of a brush. Opposite of a brush. <laughs> Just saying. Um, okay, so what? So <clears throat> clearly, you didn't go straight to being a life coach. Mm-mm. You had to go through some shit. I did. So yep. what, what shit that you went through that had, that's not even proper grammar, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Um, <laughs> it's a Monday. We got a case on Mondays today. <laughs> what, what shit did you go through that kind of made you say, oh, I'm going to start coaching people to help better their lives? Mm-hmm. Because you obviously had to better your life first yep. before you can help someone else. So yeah. what stuff did you go through that turned your, that made you turn your life around? Yeah. So when I broke that management deal, I thought I was going to be able to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And I 
very quickly realized the reality of the music industry in Nashville and how, you know, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to make a name for yourself. If you're not, if you don't have representation, Mm -hmm. it's a grind. Mm -hmm. So I had to pay the bills at that point. So I went back into the corporate world and worked for Neil. Well, I worked a couple corporate jobs Mm -hmm. and worked for my main job was working for Nielsen television ratings. So I was on the ground going door to door, just, trying to put meters in people's homes to, you know, meter what they were watching on television. I never knew what that actually entailed. I knew, like, I, like on how they actually got the rating, like, what they actually do mm. to get the it's, ratings on that. It's insane. Yeah. So you're hand-selected. You're hand-selected. Right. And then a Nielsen rep comes to you and says, hey, can we put this meter on your television and meter what you're watching? Now, does the person get paid for that? They do. But, like... A dollar or so. It's ridiculous. Oh. It's nothing. Not that much. You get like a gift basket or something. Oh. It's a hard sell. <laughs> you <gotta> get <laughs> <laughs> But my issue was that it was, I wasn't just going to homes in affluent neighborhoods. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, you know, mm-hmm. I was in some. You were in some danger. I in the, feared for my life. I was in the hood. You, you was in the hood. You was out there. I was out there. Yeah. Listen, I fear for my life in the hood too. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I got to the spot where I had to, I was in a really deep, dark place. I didn't know who I was at my core. I felt like I was this singer that had something to say and I wanted to inspire and impact people, but I wasn't doing it going door to door trying to put Nielsen meters on people's TVs. So I kind of went to this place of depression. I had no idea who I was. I was waking up every morning. I didn't recognize myself. I wasn't living my craft. I wasn't able to sing the way I wanted to. So I started going to therapy to try to figure out who you are, who I, who I was and why I was in this place. And therapy was fantastic. Therapy helped me deal with the depression that I was dealing with and the anxiety around not knowing who I was, but I still felt this piece of me was missing. And I left therapy one day and I remember walking past this sign outside of my therapist's office that said, the sign said, breathe, come inside. And I don't know what compelled me to do it, but I decided to walk in the door and it was a yoga studio. Hmm. And I took my very first, I had taken yoga before, but it was my very first yoga class for myself. And went through yoga and I started to, when I left yoga that day, I felt this deep sense of peace. Like, all right, I need to listen to this inner voice that's telling me to keep following my path and so long story short I decided that my commitment was I was going to show up on my yoga mat every day for a year and I did and I decided I was going to quit the corporate world after a year of doing that and teach yoga for a living wow (laughs) okay so I did that and I started teaching yoga and I realized that my students, after I would teach a yoga class, were coming to me after class with the same questions that I had leaving the music industry. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Like, who is this deeper person? What is my impact? What is my purpose? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. And so that's when I found a life coach and I started working with one. And then the natural progression is I went through my certification and now I help people dig into their purpose and their impact on, and what they want to leave as a mark on the world when they go. Oh, wow. So. So how hard is it to dig into a person? Like, how hard is it to peel back that onion and sit there and 
find out like what's really going on? It takes time. It takes a lot of time, um, depending on where you are in your path. I mean, if you, most of the time, if you're being pulled to a life coach, something has happened in your life where you need clarity and you want some sort of, you want to know what your deeper meaning is. You want to know what your impact is. You want to try to find your purpose. So you don't just meet a life coach at a bar and decide that you're going to work with them. You usually seek one out. Right. So. I'm going to do some seeking. (laughs) You need some seeking, man. I'm gonna do some seeking for a life coach. <laughs> I need someone who's like, "You got this. <laughs> do it this way, okay?" Well, you—I mean, think about it. It's like everybody I feel needs coaching. Like, Every, yeah, mm-hmm. football players need coaching. Athletics, like, there's coaching in everything. Yeah. Like, who's your? So it's like it's like I me. Mean, I was I was gonna say who's your coach in life, but besides a life coach, like, yeah. If you don't go and seek a life coach, who's your coach in life? Right. Right. Because yeah. your your parents eventually. Because the life circle, parents' vision is going to pass away. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. who do you have? Especially if you're, if you don't have any siblings, you don't have a significant other. Yep. Who's going to be that person to help you exactly. out and, and kind of push you in the right direction? Right. Well, and the thing about coaching, why coaching is so powerful is that it's accountability, right? Mm-hmm. So it's somebody that's holding you accountable to reaching goals or to finding the, the better version of yourself. Your friends and family can't do that. They're gonna right. they're gonna let you off the hook. Like if you don't, I think that's the truth. If you eat that Big Mac when you're not supposed to eat it the third day in a row, your friends are gonna be like, "It's fine, it's okay, tomorrow." But a life There's coach. There's always tomorrow. Well, There's always tomorrow. <laughs> no, I need someone to wrap wrap up around. I can't talk today. It's a Monday. <laughs> What's reprimand the- me is what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. I was like, "What were uh, we looking for?" Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Mouth is dry. More liquor. Hold on. Life coach, get him. Okay. <laughs> get him, life coach. <laughs> I said no more beer. <laughs> I didn't say no more whiskey. Oh, okay. I can't let that one down. Okay. Whis- whiskey's good for whiskey's the soul. Good. You can have your listen, life coach will let you have whiskey. Yeah. See, listen, I was see, I was doing keto, and keto, like only, the only liquor you can really drink is whiskey and vodka and yep. tequila. So it's like, I'm good. If, if, if keto is allowing me to drink whiskey. You can do it. I'm going to drink whiskey <laughs> as much as I want. All right. Although I had a whiskey and Coke last night. Bad Coke. decision. Coke. Bad decision. Bad decision. <laughs> Bad decision. <laughs> um, so when, when – so you talk about the path. You talk about the paths for different people. So what's like been like? What's the hardest path when a person is starting to like? Okay, we need for you to do this. We need for you to do that kind of mm-hmm. thing to help them maneuver and to get to a better place. Because I know some people get to get life coach when it's like they've hit rock bottom. They're mm-hmm. at the bottom right now. Yeah, yeah. Really, there's. No, I mean, there's no place that's better than another place. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's rock bottom is different. So it really just, it's perspective. It's just seeing, if you can see your life from where you are from a different set of eyes and you can say, okay, I'm ready for change. You have to be willing to change. And then all you need is a path to follow and someone to hold you accountable to just getting up. So sometimes I have clients that come to me and the goals that we're setting are literally to get out of bed the next day, to get out of bed and go brush your teeth and wash your face. 
And then I have other clients that are coming to me who want to hit their next, you know, goal in income Mm -hmm. in their business, right? They have their own business and they're super motivated, but they can't seem to break the barrier of getting to six figures. So it's all, it's all perspective and where you are and where you want to go. It's the same step for both of those people. The person that can't get out of bed and the person that can't hit their monetary goals. Right. It's just a matter of, are you going to implement and are you going to report to your coach that you got out of bed or that you sent out that extra email that you needed to send out? It just depends. Do you, so do you think that, because um, I think so, but do you think that there should be a, like an artist, it should be mandatory for an artist to have a life coach? Absolutely. I think it should be mandatory for everyone to have a life coach. Oh. Yeah. And why, so explain why why that is, besides the accountability. Was, explain why that is, because I feel like people would be like, oh, well, she's a life coach, and she's just trying to promote, she's like, she's a life coach. She's trying to sell herself. She's trying to sell her job. No, this is not what we're doing here, people. Yes. Well, and let me let me backtrack on that a little bit, because... I do think it's mandatory for everyone to have a life coach at some point in their life. If you have never hit a block in your life, you're probably dead. So that's not good. (laughs) Or you're not born yet. Huh. Damn. (laughs) Right? That's very true, though. Yeah. Yeah. So a life coach, and I tell this to people when they start to work with me, my job as a coach is not to be your coach for the rest of your life. My job as a coach is to get you over the roadblock that you're in so that you can take these tools and live a full life. And then when you get to another roadblock and you feel like you need to see a different perspective and you need to move through that roadblock, then come back to me. We can work through that together. But my goal as a coach is not to be, not to hold your hand and Mm -hmm. be your coach. And I think in the mental, the mental health space, that's, Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't, they think about that with therapists too. Like people think they need to go see their therapist. If your therapist isn't helping you get through something, you don't need to see your therapist. Right. So it's kind of the same concept with a coach. I don't understand people going to see their therapist weekly. Yeah. It's not a good thing. It's not like, I mean, if you're like really that, if you're really that going through that much shit. There's needs, there's needs to be more than a reevaluation of right of something, not just going to a therapist. Well, is it that they need, is it that? And I'm not trying to be silly now, but is it that they need a friend? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, that's an expensive friend. It is an expensive friend, and that's just it. If you're seeing a therapist every week, I'm sorry, your therapist is not doing their job, right? And they're taking your money, right? Mm. You know, right. Yeah, I have a friend who she sees a therapist and she, um, but she doesn't go all the time when she's going through, she ended up like when she's going through shit, she does it the right way. Yeah. When she's going through something major or traumatizing in her life, then she'll go to therapy. She'll go to therapy mm. and the therapist will end up being me. And then, then she'll call the actual <laughs> therapist and the therapist will actually say what I just said to her. <laughs> the difference is that that therapist is getting paid for it. I'm not getting paid for it. So so wait a minute, time out. So am I hearing this correctly? We got two therapists on the show right <laughs> pretty now. Pretty much. Oh, pretty much. Well, I didn't know this. I'm not a therapist. I, no, oh, well. she's a life coach. She's a life, life coach. coach. My she's bad. Life coach. Life coach, y'all. Life that coach. Right. She's life coach. <laughs> and there's a difference too. I think that's a that's something that gets 
That's misconstrued. A yeah, a misconstrued. It does. It, it does. Because you're not a therapist. I'm not a therapist. And the difference is that therapists work from past to present. So they want to know what has happened in your past hmm. to get you to where you are now. And as a coach, I'm concerned with where do you want to go? So I don't, not that I don't care about your past because I, we work, I work through limiting belief stuff all the time, but I'm not going to hang out mm -hmm. in the trauma that happened with your parents, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm going to know who are you right now and where do you want to go and how can I get you from where you are now to where you want to go? And that's the difference between therapy and coaching. Hmm. So you did yoga. Did you have a life coach? I did. You did? Mm -hmm. I, I still do. You still, okay. So yeah. you still hit, okay. Yeah. So this is a person who is doing the job, but she's actually practicing what she preaches. Yes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right? I've gained a whole, I've just gained a whole lot more respect. <laughs> uh, Only. She's practicing what she preaches. So she, so you have a life coach. So, okay. So is your life coach like someone that you do? Is it a, just for the period of your life or you, or you, mm -hmm. that you go back to? Yeah. So I've had several coaches along the way. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. And I'm a firm believer in that. I, I truly believe that depending on where you are in life, you should look at the people that are modeling where you want to go mm -hmm. um, and switch it up. So I've had, and I, you know, I'll go back to like my first life coach that I ever had. I go back to her sometimes. Like I'll have a one-off session with her every now and then just mm -hmm. to tune up in areas that I need to tune up in. I, there's different life coaches. Life coach is kind of a broad general term. Right. Um, there's mindset coaches. There are business coaches that focus in life. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, health coaches. There's wellness coaches. I mean, there's a whole gamut of life coaches out there. Okay. That's like, uh, there's a rep for everything, basically. Yeah. I'm tying that into the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> there's a booking agent. There's a digital marketing rep. Yeah. Now, I know we're saying you're a life coach, but which life coach are you? So I work mainly in, I work in life and business transformation. Okay. So I started my practice working with CEOs and executives. Mm. So most of the people that were coming into my practice were pretty affluent. They had, they were working in a corporate environment or they had a successful business already. Um, and their a portion of their life outside of work was falling apart. So their marriages were failing, their health mm. was failing. They didn't have relationships with their children. Um, or it was falling apart. So they would come to me to balance life with work. And I still have a couple of those people in my practice, but it's morphed because when I started to work with those people, they, we got to the bottom of the fact that they didn't know what their impact was. They had no idea what their bigger purpose was in the world. And when I was able to find that, they wanted to build a business on top of their impact. Mm -hmm. So now I kind of work with a gamut of people with CEOs who want to build some sort of purpose-driven business um, or entrepreneurs that want to build another side purpose-driven business. So I work with kind of the gamut. Now, working with those kind of people, I'm pretty sure you done ran across some assholes. Oh, yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah. So I take it's very easy, like, when you run across those kind of people to easily just walk away, or do you actually try to keep seeing what you can do to make their life better? Yes. So that's an awesome question. Coaching is only effective for the person that wants to be coached. So mm. if someone isn't stepping into that space and they're resistant or they're giving me pushback, I just, I don't, 
I don't, their money isn't worth it. Right. You know, cause they're not going to change. So my service isn't going to be helpful to them. So I just let them go on their way. And when they're ready for coaching, they'll come back. Right. I know uh, one business that I worked at, um, we actually had, I guess, a life coach that actually came in and was helping us with our business model and mm-hmm. things in those aspects. But what made it so weird is the CEO, the guy who owned the business, he only wanted, there was a test, I call it a test that we had to take. Yeah. And he only wanted that test in order to find out what our weaknesses were. So he can sit there and have that to capitalize on the employees themselves, Dan Nelson. So, um, (laughs) that's bad. Yeah. So, I mean, that's stuff like that. When they do things like that, that's more confidential. Like he kept, he kept letting employees feel that he had to know those, know that information. Yeah. But that kind of stuff is confidential. Is that correct? Absolutely. It's absolutely confidential. When you're working in a corporate situation, and if a co- like I'll get, I get called in all the time to do, you know, mindset work in corporations and I will too, I'll administer assessments, mm. but really the assessments should be looking at, yes, what your weaknesses are, but let's highlight your strengths. Let's look at your strengths right. and tailor the, the, your job to what your strengths are and pick up the slack where the weaknesses are. So that's right. That's crazy that he was using weaknesses against his employees. That's oh, horrible. Oh, he needs was, a coach. He well, <laughs> mm, mm. I won't. I won't say the name of that life coach company. Mm. Yes, but I will say the name of the person who was doing that shit. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you've got him started. You've got him started. Yeah, my my finger did kind of move a little bit on that one. <laughs> you had the finger move and the hit and the neck move. And the neck move. <laughs> you went straight. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm going to think, oh, Mark is the racist. No. <laughs> no. I'm black, too, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> um, so let's talk about balance, boss. Yeah. Let's do it. What? So, okay. So what? You go from a life coach. Hmm? And then you st- this first. By the way, guys, this is the first time we're actually cross-promoting a, another podcast. <laughs> But I love that name, though. <laughs> I love it. I just, I'm like, oh shit! This I just, is actually. I wish I would have thought of it. I just like saying it. Balance boss. Balance boss. Balance boss. Bitch. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Balance boss. I feel like you need to do the new intro for my podcast. Yeah, yeah. Balance. I, I got you. Okay. He'll do it. He'll got, do it. I got you. I'll use it. Cause I'm a balanced boss, bitch. <laughs> so, what made you start the podcast? Oh my gosh. Honestly, I have no idea. Really? Just I woke up one day and I was like, I need a podcast. And I and Balance Boss just arrived. So this is this is the crazy part about my life. I feel like I, I meditate. I have a very strong meditation practice. Mm. Um, which we can talk about, but mm-hmm. things just appear to me in meditation. And I was in meditation one day and I got this vision that I was supposed to start a podcast called the Balance Boss, and so I did. You know, I meditate, but I meditate in the shower. Like, I just, like, Good. breathe and relax. That sounded really bad, guys. But I was going to take that the other yeah. way. <laughs> Listen, there's no wrong way to meditate. But that's where I get my, like, that's where I get, like, all my ideas. And then I'll end up, like, calling you and calling Dwayne and saying, oh, 
Maybe we should do this. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Where did you get that idea? Oh, you really don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> now, now that I know. Now that you know, it's like, don't ever ask ever again. I'm scarred for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of my ideas, like, I get, and, like, and that's, not, that's a lot of people that get them, like, while they're e- either meditating yeah. or in the shower and they're, like, they're, like, some, somewhere where they're secluded by themselves and they're alone in their thoughts. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, why don't you do this? Do yeah. that. I wish I would have came with balance balls. <laughs> I mean, I love smoking section, but I wish yeah. I would have came with balance balls. Smoking balls. section's awesome. Yeah. That's a cool name. Now, now when you meditate, mm-hmm. like, how long do you do you do your meditation? Do you do, like, an hour? Is it 30 minutes? It just, just depends on how your day goes. It depends on the day. So, my I have a non-negotiable morning routine that happens every single morning. And it's part of my morning routine. So, I will, my, the least I will meditate on a daily basis is five minutes. Okay. And when I started, it was two minutes. And it was just setting a timer and nothing happened. And I just closed my eyes for two minutes. Um, now, if I have the time, I mean, I'll sit in meditation. If I'm really working through something for 30, 45 minutes, an hour sometimes. But sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's 10. It just depends on the day. So you sit there, mm-hmm. close your eyes, mm-hmm. tune out the world. The world. That's that that. I, I never, That's some deep shit. I never meditated before. I guess. I'm about to try. I mean, I'm about to try it normally, not in the shower. Normally, the shower's great though. The, the shower is great because I mean, it makes me a little sleepy though. Because mm. you yeah. have the rain. The, uh, I wouldn't yeah, yeah, say yeah. raindrops, but it's not raindrops. But you have to shower. Are you shower? Are you showering outside naked? I'm showering outside naked. <laughs> Only when it rains. Only when it rains, guys. Only when it rains. But like, you have the sound of the water coming down. It's yeah. like. And it makes it very peaceful, so it's like very relaxed. And I use it to fall asleep. That's awesome. Yeah. But man, just to sit there and go into a quiet room, mm-hmm. tune out the world, have nothing going on, and just do you? I mean, do you think? I mean, do you just do you even turn that on? Like, what so, do you no, do? So, if oh. you're doing, if you're, if you're new to meditation, the whole power of meditation is that you're quieting your thoughts. So when a thought comes in, you just dismiss it. You label it thought. And then you just let it go. So if you think about all of your thoughts in your brain as balloons, mm-hmm. right? And as you're in meditation, all of these balloons are going to, these thoughts, balloons are going to start to show up and you just pop the balloon. You don't attach yourself to the thought. You notice the thought. This mm-hmm. is getting deep. You notice the thought <laughs> and yeah. then you just, you're in it. You're just in this space of stillness. And before you know it, the thoughts will quiet and those balloons won't be there. You'll just be in this space of, of clarity where things will and then the, the thoughts that do arrive are new thoughts mm. i'm gonna have to start meditating like actually like daily so you think it's best to do it as a routine or just do it periodically when you as a routine as a so routine i meditation is is a lot like a muscle it's like if you want a six-pack you gotta do crunches every day if you want clarity never happened for me is it <laughs> If you want clarity, you got to meditate. It's just kind of the way that it is, and it's a muscle. The more you do it, the better. But, man, like, if I, I'm scared to meditate because I got a big head. So I don't know what – there's a whole lot of ideas, a whole lot of something going on over here, and they quiet all that noise. But I feel like you would have to get up earlier to do that because you have a kid. Yeah, I had, yeah. To, I had to get up, like, at 3. <laughs> what, time does, what time does Gary get up? He gets up at 6. Yeah, so you need to get like four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Or you can do it at night. Or you can do it at night. Well, okay, then let me ask you this. I know it's probably different for 
each person, but do you feel that meditation works better at night versus day? There's no wrong or right time to do meditation. Mm. It's whenever, just like there's no right. So I think whenever one thinks of meditation, they think of, you know, like people in this crazy cross-legged position with oming and eyes closed. That's what I picture. That's what I thought. Yeah. You don't have to do it that way. You can literally sit on your couch with your eyes closed. And that's meditation. And set a timer for two minutes. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy. You can meditate in the shower. Like, it's fine what you're doing in the shower. It's just a dedicated time where you're getting still enough and you're honoring it as meditation. So you're saying this is my meditation. Gotcha. See, I'm going to try that because I know on my, on my Apple Watch, I got that breathe thing. Yeah. So yeah, it, so do I. And when it do it, I'll actually do the breathe. And I'm like, all right, I actually feel better. But this meditation. Yep. Yeah, but that's meditation. That is meditation. That's meditation. Because uh. you're, you're bringing your mind's eye to the breath. Yeah. And to stillness. You're, the only thing that you're focusing on is the inhale and the exhale of your breath. And that's meditation. Mm. Oh, so shit. I've been meditating, folks. I Look didn't even you. know it. Look at you. <laughs> I've been doing that shit, too, while I'm at work. Lord knows I need it, especially during work. It's good for you. You ever work at a bar, people? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Drunk folks, I don't like y'all. <laughs> I don't like drunk people. Man, okay. Hey, life goes right life here. Life coach. <laughs> How do I deal with drunk people? <laughs> you don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't. Just throw you them don't. out. Just throw them Just out. Throw them out. Get them out of there. Put them all in a room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait till they sober up. Till they sober <laughs> Yeah, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish. Oh, that would make my life a whole lot easier. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, balance ball. So, who's been your favorite guest? Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. It's um, streaming everywhere, by the way, guys. Yes. Please listen. It's awesome. Um, it's awesome. Look at me giving my own accolades no, on my up, podcast. Pl- hey, I mean, I already away. said that it was like Oprah Winfrey. Like, yeah. it's very Oprah Winfrey. Like, and I love it. <laughs> so I've actually had a lot of people on the show that mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey has uh, mm-hmm. had on Super Soul Sunday, which which is why I said it was Oprah Winfrey. Like, yeah. it's like it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so some of my favorites. So this is kind of a cool story because when I so I had season one, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like I dipped my toe in the water to just see how it would do. And I kind of had local people that were following a dream and staying balanced at home and at work. And then I thought, you know, for season two, I'm just going to go big. Like, I'm going to ask some of the people that I aspire to have conversations with, people that I've been following who are on the path that I want to kind of lead at some point. Um, And I was like, I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask these people. And so some of my mentors are Mastin Kip and Danielle Lapore mm-hmm. and I just kind of went out on a limb and asked them and they said yes. So how did you go about finding the connection to them like in, and like did you like google their emails and shit like that or did you I have... literally sent them a DM on Instagram. Ooh, sliding in a DM. Yeah. I've been trying to reach up to Gary V for the longest fucking time. Anyone answer? Anyone answer? <laughs> <laughs> so there's some people that won't. Like they're there are some people that I want on my podcast that I cannot get to. Like Gabrielle Bernstein, I would die to have her on my podcast. I can't get to her because she's just unreached. Someone else, Someone else handles her. manages yeah. her Instagram. And probably the same with Mastin and Danielle. I know they both have publicists that deal with mm-hmm. them. Um, so when that's something very lucky that happened to me is that in the space that I'm in, in the coaching space, a lot of the big name people 
all have the same publicist. <laughs> so when I got in with Mastin's publicist, they just started handing me people left and right that were in my field. Mm. So it doesn't that was work nice. in the music industry. Right. No. Mm-mm. It's very different. It's very different. They, they people in the music industry, you get in. It, see, I had this conversation yesterday with someone because someone asked how, how have we been getting the artists that we've been getting? Hmm. And not go through the publicist. Easy. I have their phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's the way you do it. Like, like sometimes if you can't, you got to find an end. And if you can't get an end on something, sometimes it's great to go to the direct source. Yeah. And get the person. Um, but no, I completely understand that. Like, it's it's really tough getting guests on podcasts. It is. Well, and I, I mean, this is a coaching moment. Coaching moment. Coaching moment. Um. The best thing that I have ever done for my business and my life in general was, can I cuss on this podcast? Yeah, you can. Okay. Was to fuck fear and ask big. So I. That's by the way, the title of your episode now. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to be. I like that. I love that. I love fear and I'm going to tweet that today <laughs> and I'm going to tag you in that. Yes. I love Kentucky over here. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Fuck fair ass big. big. Yes. So you got to go. You got to ask big. Like I when I sent that DM to Mastin, I thought in the back of my brain, there is no way in hell he's going to respond to this. But immediately, like I didn't he didn't even miss a beat. It was like five minutes later. He was like, yeah, sure. Just send me the info. You know, and that was my sign that whatever I wanted in life, I just had to fucking ask for it. You just have to ask for it. Because if you don't ask, you don't, you, you, right. your answer is going to be the same answer. Every time. Yep. Every time. Yeah. Fuck fair ass big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, if I haven't heard anything better than that in a long time, <laughs> holy shit. Mm-hmm. Balance boss. Balance boss over there. <laughs> Look at that. Balance boss over there. Fuck fair ass big. I got that right. <laughs> I'm going to get that tattooed. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe not. You need my signature. I'm gonna need your signature underneath it. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Get that there. Yeah. There's a tattoo shop. You need right to trademark street. that. You need to trademark that. Oh, I will. You need to trademark that. Put that on a T-shirt. Put it on a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would buy it. I'll wear it. I'll get you guys. The, you can be in the photo shoot for it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You, I'm there. Give me the next Instagram model. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm there. <laughs> Posing and shit. Y'all can't see me, but I'm posing. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this whiskey is kind of good. It is. It's yummy. And that's from your neck of the woods, too, right? It is. Mm -hmm. Makers. We we were discussing how we were both uh, ambassadors for Makers Mark. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So please tell I me. I haven't gotten a sweater yet. How the hell did you get a sweater? I got a sweater. They sent out ugly Christmas sweaters. I never get one. I got it. I think it was three or four years ago. They sent them. Okay, so I've only been like for like a year. Oh, okay. I'm an an OG. Mm. OG over here. She got her name on a barrel. <laughs> 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 what I don't like. What I don't like is that. When you have your name on a barrel there and you have to wait for it to, you know, settle, you have to actually buy a bottle. Like, they should give you a bottle yeah, from your barrel for free. Like, waste one bottle. Yep. No, you got to go buy the fucking bottle Yep. from your barrel. 
Well, but does it cost to put your put your name on the barrel? No, it's free. It's free. It's free. It's literally just go online and sign up. And then they mail you like this little packet that's actually a really nice packet. Hmm. It's really nice. Yeah. It's like it's really nice. nice. Okay, I need to become an ambassador then. Yeah. You need to go to the bourbon trail. Like, I need you to You need to do the bourbon trail. It's So my family, I come from a family of bourbon drinkers, and we do the bourbon trail every Thanksgiving. Nice. I need to come to your Thanksgiving then. Yep. Nice. <laughs> yep. It's either very, very calm or very, very rowdy. It's rowdy. It's rowdy. <laughs> She's in Kentucky. That's rowdy. It's rowdy. Yeah. It's a rowdy crowd. Outside playing football before the, the, yep. the turkey hits the, the table. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. So are you, a, you have siblings? I do. I have a brother who actually lives in Nashville. He just moved here. Really? With his wife, yes. Oh, so he's got family closer now. He's close, yep. He's close. You see him a lot more now? Yes and no. He's busy. He's a busy guy. Oh, he's like you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a busy guy, but he um, he's a football guy. He coaches at Innsworth. Okay. Oh, nice. And uh, is a mortgage loan officer. So. Nice. But I have one brother, and my parents still live back in Kentucky. Okay. <clears throat> so you have to travel there to see them. I get to travel to see them, yeah. So it's not that far of a drive. Now, I have to ask this question. Now, um, you know, it's hitting me that you're from Kentucky. And Kentucky is very crazy about the sports, especially oh, yes. when it comes to that basketball. Uh, now, are you, what are you, basketball, football, uh, neither? Football. Football? Football. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I grew up, I mean, my brother played, so I had to go to all of his games. Um, I'm not, so I'm a L fan, but I'm not claiming L currently. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why do you think? <laughs> um, so, yeah, football. <laughs> it's all right. I don't have anyone to claim in Philadelphia. <laughs> we had Temple. Temple was on TV the other day, and I'm like, Why? <laughs> Why? Hey, what's wrong with Temple? Come on now. Come on, man. Come on. Okay. Temple ain't, Temple ain't been good since Ben Cosby was on the TV. <laughs> Come on. Even then, they weren't that good. Mm. Football or basketball. Mm. These suck. Mm. I didn't even go to Temple. Damn. Sorry, Auntie. (laughs) She did. (laughs) So, okay. So, Balance Boss, you did the podcast. What's next for you? Oh, my goodness. So, I just launched Balance Boss Academy. Yeah, which is teaches people how to build a passion-based business and actually make money doing it. Mm. So we get to the root of what your purpose is, what your passion is, and then we actually build a business on top of it. So that released, uh, gosh, three weeks ago. So I have 12 people in the academy right now going through the first eight-week course, and I am also releasing. So that's the business side of it. I'm releasing a mindset course, and then... The big reveal in 2020 is that I'm actually releasing a life coach certification program. So I'm going to be certifying other people how to coach. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So um, are you very selective when it comes to the students for this academy? Yes. Yeah, for sure. They have to be, they have to have certain criteria. Criteria. What kind Mm -hmm. of criteria do they have to have? So they have to have a, a willingness to want to work for themselves. Right. 
Uh, they have to be a go-getter, a high achiever, someone who wants to show up and do the work mm-hmm. and is ready to be coached. So that's, that's, the big, that's the big thing. A lot of the people that are in the program right now have worked with me one-on-one mm-hmm. and they're ready. I call, well, when you work with me, we'll work through your limiting beliefs. We'll work through your mindset issues that you have. And then from that space, if you're ready to start a business, then I'll feed you in to Balance Boss. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a business on your own, right. that makes money. But some of my clients are just, you know, life coaching clients that just need help tuning up their lives to be, to feel happier in their marriage or to be happy with health. So the academy, you have the criteria. Yep. I'm refreshing because I got thrown off a little bit. Um, and you're starting, you're starting, so you're, how are you releasing these courses? Are you in 2020? Are you, are you video record yeah. courses or a book? So Balance Boss Academy right now, the Business Accelerator Program, is an eight-week course. It's a self-study course, so you can go through it. There are eight modules. There are videos, workbooks, and texts for each module. I am doing a group coaching course, so there's coaching along with the actual course right now, but you can go through it on your own if you want. But the life coaching certification program is going to be all online. Same thing. You're going to have workbooks and stuff that you need to work through, but the big component is learning how to coach. So you'll be in a one-on-one setting with me through that. Okay. Yeah. And the academy, academy, do you like meet monthly or do you? We meet once a week. Once a week. Mm -hmm. Yep. Meet once a week. And you just go over what they what they have read or what they've yeah, gone through. Yeah, whatever module whatever they're module working through for that week. Are they normally all in the same module? Yeah, everybody's usually on the same module. Okay. So unless you're doing a self-study right, and then you're doing it on your own, but the actual group coaching course, mm-hmm. we're working together through the modules. There's so much power in having a community when mm-hmm. you're trying to work through something. So right. that's the benefit of going through it with a group. Gotcha. Which is nice. Go look it up, guys. It's on our Instagram. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna try yeah. to join. I might wink, 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 wink. Do wink. it, do it, <laughs> do it, do it. I'm gonna need a life coach here soon. I I'll give your it. listeners a, a discount. How about that? There you go, guys. Man. A discount. And I have something else that's exciting. I have a free five-day meditation course that teaches you how to meditate. I'm gonna need uh. that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll definitely let everyone yeah. know that. I'm going to need that for sure. <laughs> you just have to go to my website, laurenzoller.com, and sign up for the email list, and it'll dump recordings that you can follow to teach you how to meditate for five days. Mm. Every day for five days. I'm all over that. Yeah. All over that. Mm. Did I pronounce your last name wrong in the introduction? Yeah, it's okay, though. No, that's never okay. No, no. That's never okay. That's like my name is spelled D U A N E, and everybody call me D Wayne. Yeah. Dwayne. Dwayne. No. No, that's like when my last name is spelled K O G E R, and everyone says it's Kroger. Kroger. Right. There's no R in that. We Guys. Have, we have to get it right. You wouldn't know me if my last name was Kroger. Trust me. You would not. It'd be on an island somewhere. <laughs> An island somewhere. So it's my last name is Zoller. Zoller. Like dollar bill. But with a Z. Zoller. Lauren Zoller. Yep. I said that so you can go ahead and edit that back on that part. Yeah. Lauren Zoller. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And you, so the majority of the listeners, of your listeners, are in the music industry, right? Yeah. 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 So m- people that are in the music industry, if you're an artist, you need a coach. You need a coach. 
everyone needs a coach in me. Fuck it. No, I wouldn't say fuck a therapist. Um, I came pretty close to saying it. But you definitely need one. Because you, especially if you want to get somewhere, you need someone to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Because your friends aren't going to do it. Like you said, your friends are going to do it. Your family's going to do it. Yeah, you have those daily calls, you know, those weekly calls with friends. It's like, oh, did you do it? That doesn't really matter. You got to actually, like, yeah, someone who's unbiased. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I like to say you need a stranger. Yep. Yeah. You do. Because yeah. you don't need someone blowing smoke up your ass. You right? absolutely do. Well, and in, in the music industry, too, if you are an artist, it's so important that you stay true to who you are. And if you lose sight of that, what are you creating at that point? I always go back, and I think I said this like multiple times in in every fucking episode. I always go back to where Jimmy Allen just says, "If you just be yourself, mm-hmm. stay true to yourself, yep. be yourself, and no matter what, things will happen as long as you're yourself." Yep. I had an artist, and I, and I know it. I know an artist where um, being themselves probably is not the best idea, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> probably not the best idea um but he makes it work because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's one of those guys who's an asshole but he still makes it work he's, he's still he's still successful as an artist i really think that he should listen to this episode and i really think that he should be having a life coach yes yeah. i'm gonna kind of like get someone in his camp to kind of mention that <laughs> To him? Yeah. Well, and there's there's power in that, too, because we live in a world where we're constantly bombarded to not be true to ourselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So even if he's an asshole, like, he can use that to connect with other people. Right. If it's done the right way. If it's done the right way. Yeah, and a coach can help you figure that out. Yeah. Now he's, like, selling out arenas, and so he's, like, you know, mm. Mm. that ego gets everybody. Ooh, mm. he needs a... He needs a he ne- an ego check. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. He'll it'll crash and burn at some point. Yeah, eventually. Eventually. Yeah. He don't need eventually. that life. He don't need that life coach. He needs a life check. Yes. Both. Both. <laughs> both. I love him to death, but he needs it both. <laughs> Saying it because I love him. Um, no, this has been great. I thank you for coming on. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having for me. Balance, boss. This bitch. is fun. Oh, I need to quit saying that. It's balanced boss. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Balanced boss, bitch. And who are running things, girl? I see you. Yeah. You, She's you making are shit happen. over there. Okay. Thank you. She's making shit happen. Making it happen. Trying. Right? Fuck fear ass big. Yes. Yep. Fuck fear ass big. Trade it. Trademark that shit. If you don't, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark that shit. Wow. Okay. We're going to end on that note. This has been another episode of Smoking Section here at Casa de Monte Cristo. Where can everyone follow you at? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? So you can follow me on Instagram at Lauren Zoller. I have a website, laurenzoller.com. And I'm on Facebook, but nobody really follows me there. But you can. Facebook slash L Zoller. No one really follows us on Facebook (sighs) either. Does anybody use Facebook anymore? I don't know. I think that's kind of like old people bowing out. Yeah. Hmm. Senior citizens may use it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. So if you're over 80 and you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) follow me on Facebook. (laughs) You hear that, Grandma? We have to get you a Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Smoking Section Podcast. Yes. Holla at us. Holla at us. Yes. You can follow Dwayne Hobson. Yeah, that's me. You can follow Marcus Coger. Yeah, that's him. That's me. And you can follow us on Twitter. 
yeah. smoking X section because someone else has smoking section. Mm. Mm. That's all right. And they don't even use it. That's okay. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Y'all have a great day. All right. See you later. Thanks, guys.